Wow, what a month it has been. I have a few little fun updates to share with you all. Firstly, that I was on my first podcast as a guest, which is really, really exciting. I was a guest on my sweet friend Nadine's podcast, Beyond the Fear. She has been on my show once or twice, and so I'll link our interviews down in the show notes below. But if you haven't heard of her podcast before, Beyond the Fear, it is all about trauma-informed money coaching, finance coaching. She shares so much of her own experience working through her limiting patterns with finances. And she is such a firecracker. I just love, love everything that she's up to. And so it was such an honor to be able to be on her show Uh, Let me know what you guys think if you get a chance to listen to it, because as I said, it was my first time being a guest on a show. And of course, I, you know, was trying to go back to listen to it and was having such a hard time because I'm, you know, like cringing at myself and my voice and, oh, I should have said this. Why did I say that? And so (laughs) I'm trying to have more grace with myself. But there absolutely was a lot of really great tidbits in that interview. And we were talking a lot about, again, I was sharing some specifics of how I feel like the negative money patterns that I was stuck in for so many years, how those connected to some of my past trauma. We talk about the connection between the nervous system a little bit and money issues. So it's a great, great interview. I really hope you guys get a chance to listen. And if you do, please let me know. I would love, love to hear what you all think. And if there's, you know, if I can be better as a guest on a show, I'd love to hear your feedback from that sense as well. So that will be linked below for any who are interested in listening. The second fun piece of news is, I can't actually recall if I shared this on the podcast, but for about a week and a half in April, I was covering all of the EVOC sessions at the Cancer Center for Healing, where at Dr. Keneally's Center. And there's a whole big backstory here if you guys aren't familiar with the Cancer Center for Healing or Dr. Lee Erin Keneally. I'll link her Instagram below because she shares so much amazing information on health, on wellness, and on cancer specifically, but really looking at it from a full being, full body approach. And just a little bit of my connection to them is that I actually started at the Cancer Center for Healing as a breast cancer patient and, you know, went through so many tests and treatments there And Evox was one of those treatments. I actually have a whole podcast recorded on this about how cancer led me to Evox, which led me to founding the Accrescent and starting my own Evox practice. So it was such an amazing full circle moment because, yeah, starting as a patient to now three years later, returning as a practitioner was just kind of surreal and so, so powerful. And for me, just what a testament to what that deep healing, continued healing work can do and where it can lead you. It was so sweet because my own clients knew that I was going to be at the cancer center. I had reduced hours in my own practice because I was going to be there 
for so many hours each day. And it was so sweet, I have to say, to every one of my clients who checked in and asked me how it went. That was so sweet. I loved getting to share a little bit of that with you. But for everyone here on the podcast, it was an incredible experience for a multitude of reasons. I think I learned I learned a lot and was able to grow in some areas that I maybe was still needing a little bit more confidence in. One of those, honestly, was just the pace of it. They see so many patients there, which is amazing that they're able to help so many individuals. I am a little bit more cautious with the number of clients I see in a day in my own practice because I don't want to burn myself out. I want to make sure that I can be 100% for every single person. And so over there, I was seeing five, six patients in a row, back to back, no break in between. And I do, what was amazing about that is that I really was able to show up for everyone with the same level of commitment and investment. Although at the end of the day, I was incredibly exhausted, but it gave me a renewed sense of confidence that, okay, I might be able to do a little bit more than what I'm doing currently and still maintain that really high high quality of service, really, for my own clients. And so it was a little bit of an up level in that sense. And I felt like it was kind of the universe saying, yeah, you can handle more. Trust that you can handle more. Trust that you can show up for more people. The other area of growth that I was really pleasantly surprised with is one of the big differences, right, between my practice and maybe the, the patients I was seeing at the cancer center are that anyone who is coming to my practice, they have booked it themselves. They have, you know, done some research on Evox and decided that at least on some level, they're interested in this therapy. They're hoping it can help them. Whereas at the Cancer Center for Healing, a lot of the patients there, I think, are, you know, they're in really intense positions with their health and they are willing to do anything it takes to heal. Evox is almost always a part of the treatment plan at the Cancer Center for Healing, but that doesn't necessarily mean that every single person who's doing Evox there is super, super excited about it or really sees the value in it, which is totally okay. But that was a piece I was really nervous about of, okay, this is different. You're going to be working with probably some individuals who don't understand why this is a part of the process. They don't understand the connection between emotions, repressed emotions, unresolved experiences and illness and cancer. And so I kind of had to prep myself to explain that a bit more to some of them. (laughs) But I was nervous because I feel like I am at my best as a practitioner when the client is willing to go deep with the work. They're willing to look at their limiting beliefs, at some of their past experiences, at some of their repressed emotions, and really, you know, be vulnerable in a sense. And I'm always so honored anytime someone is willing to do that when they come to a session with me. And I think because in my own mind, I am so clear on the type of people that I really want to work with and help. 
I tend to attract those people in. Individuals who are looking to kind of dig a little deeper and go to that next level of healing and and do some of that detective work. And I just have found that those are for the most part, the majority of the people who are coming to me in my practice. Where I think I've run into blocks with that is that on the occasion when I'll have someone who books with me who you know, maybe isn't totally comfortable yet or isn't ready or even interested in going really deep with it, I have found in the past that I've gotten a little bit stuck in my own head of, okay, if they don't want to go deep with this, how can I help them? How can I guide this session and still make it impactful? And so that was actually something that I was really, I'm really excited to say, I feel like I got my answer to that in being at the cancer center because there were a couple of those patients at the cancer center and I was able to experience that repeatedly throughout the week. And I think finally click into, okay, when I'm interacting with people who are at this place, which again, I'm not knocking it, absolutely we can be at that place where it's like, I'm, I'm not ready to go there or I don't see the value in going deeper or I just don't know you. Why would I want to go deeper? So I absolutely empathize with that. But I think now, you know, in the past, it was kind of like I empathize with it, but I don't necessarily know how to give them a really impactful session without going deep. And I think the takeaway I was able to get from being at the cancer center was I kind of refined my process for, okay, now I know how to deliver a still still a very impactful session without necessarily needing to go really deep. And so I feel so much more confident in that now. And my hunch is that maybe I will start to attract in more people who are at that place. And I welcome it because I do feel like now I can go, okay, hey, we're not ready to go deep, whether it's being said explicitly or implicitly great, I know I can still help this person. For any who don't follow me on social media, I posted several different videos throughout the week or week and a half that I was there, just sharing more about Evox, about the connection between emotions and cancer, why Evox can be such an impactful treatment and therapy during a cancer diagnosis, how it can be helpful, not just for the cancer patient, but their friends and loved ones. So definitely my Instagram is linked in the show notes. If you want to check back in with some of that, all of those videos are up on my page so you can revisit some of that. The last little PSA that I'll share here is I would love recommendations if anyone has recs for audio editors, videographers, ideally who are local to Southern California, Orange County, just Southern California in general, because I feel like I am right on the precipice of so much growth and being able to provide so much impactful content, information, online resources, but I am definitely at my capacity in terms of what I can manage on my own. So I've gotten very serious over the last two weeks about looking for a videographer who can come and start recording video content, whether it's with a podcast or content for online resources, which I'm excited to start working on and hopefully share more about soon. 
audio editing because I really want to be able to not just provide a weekly podcast episode, but ideally more than that, that's valuable. But again, I'm just kind of capped out in what I can manage on a regular basis. And then possibly a virtual assistant, if not an executive assistant that I can meet with in person to manage some of these smaller details, like reaching out to potential podcast guests, getting things scheduled. So I I love to ask for recommendations because I think that is just the preferred way to go. If you guys have someone you've worked with or a friend who's worked with someone else, please, please send them my way. I would love some, yeah, some of your own recommendations. And I'll probably be posting about that on social media pretty soon too. But I'll start here if I can get any recommendations from anyone on the pod. I have so many ideas and so many things that I want to bring to life. And I don't want, I think probably my pattern in the past is to just sit on those ideas, waiting, waiting, waiting until I had the time to execute them. And I don't want to do that anymore. (laughs) Um, And I don't want to let a lack of time be a barrier to creating things. I think especially as someone who it's just, you know, it's just me. Um, And now over the last few months, I've had Alex, my amazing social media manager, who's helped me so much. But it's what I'm realizing is it's just a foreign thing. You don't even realize how many things you need to learn as a small business owner. It's so much more than just, oh, do I need to, I need to know my craft, obviously, which is Evox, which is coaching and nervous system and all of that information. But I need to know how do I even find a good videographer and what does interviewing people look like and who are the kinds of people I want to work with and what is my vision and how can I outsource that support when I'm out of my depths. And so it's just a very, it's a very strange thing and it's such a continual process of learning and then implementing and then learning more and then implementing And so I'm trying to get to a place where I can shorten the gaps, I think, between the learning and the implementing. Like I was saying before, I think my past record is that I just would sit and sit and sit on on an idea either until it fizzles out and I just decide not to do it anymore or I finally, finally get the energy and the capacity to push it forward inch by inch. And I don't I don't want to do that anymore. I want to be able to bring new podcast episodes, new guest interviews, new online information and resources to you so much quicker. But I'm just realizing that if I want to do that, I really do need to bring in some outside help. And hopefully as I continue to do that, it's I'm attracting in contractors, employees who are just as passionate about this work as I am. That's something I wanna be very, very intentional about of who, that that really every facet of the crescent reflects the intention and the purpose of this business. That is something I'm super, super passionate about. So with all that said, if anyone has any recommendations, I would, I'm so open to them. Please send them along, whether it's through Instagram or email, I would love, love, love to have those. 
I do have some amazing guest interviews lined up that I am ecstatic to be able to release. So definitely those are coming soon. I know I've said this in the past, my goal is that it's kind of every other week. So one week it's a solo episode with me talking about something, the next week it's a really impactful guest interview. I have some ideas for some midweek short little mini podcast episodes that I want to do. Like I said, (laughs) bursting with ideas that I want to be able to implement, but I also want to make sure that from the start, it's sustainable and consistent for you guys. You know, there's some ideas I have in my head that I probably could get started right now, but I don't know that I could maintain them consistently. And so that's why I'm looking for these outside resources to help me be able to bring in these new ideas, start implementing them, but start implementing them on a consistent, high quality basis for you all. So I think I'll leave it at that and just keep this episode short, sweet, to the point, just kind of a little bit of an update of what's going on. Next week, I have another guest interview coming your way that I cannot wait to be able to share with you all. But with that, until then, everyone have an amazing weekend. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so, so excited for everything that's to come. And I'm so grateful for every single person tuning in to the Accrescent podcast. You are all a part of this community that I am working to build and make even more connected and inspirational and educational. And I'm just so grateful for each and every one of you.